Warning: The information you are about to hear is considered an informational hazard. hazard. If you do not wish to endanger yourself or others, turn off the podcast. Otherwise, podcast. welcome to the Brain Boggle Podcast. There, bruh. Uh, <laughs> um, hold on, I gotta Warning. turn off my alarm. Hold on, let's just turn it down. Alright, there, my alarm my alarm has been my alarm has been turned off. Um welcome guys. <laughs> welcome uh the audience, the listeners, and welcome mm. my boys to uh another wonderful episode of the Brain Boggled Podcast. Yes, uh, yes. Welcome. I am uh one of your hosts, uh the um uh mm. you will be judged J Jack. Oh, okay. Oh. We'll get into that. We'll get you. We'll, that will be be explained in a bit. I am your barely know what we're talking about today. B. Bobby. Oh, oh can, is Brent going to take the t- the titular? I, I guess I will. I'm just going to do something <laughs> stupid like your boss baby B. Brent. But now I'm going. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was, <laughs> I, I'm going to be your basculus B. Brent because that's nice. that's right there for the taking. Yeah, it's crisp. It's for the taking. So. Uh, that little warning bit at the beginning was not a bit. It's a real warning for... Wait, that wasn't a bit? No, that. Well, I mean, it was a bit. Isn't but everything we do a bit? Everything's a bit. This whole... We're it. My whole life's a bit. A bit. Um, but, so, today we are talking about a concept known as Rocco's Basilisk. Or Rocco, but I say Rocco, because I like it better than Rocco. I say Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life is, 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 is an awesome show. Um, I remember Obelisk, the Tormentor. I don't know Yu-Gi-Oh? what that is. Oh, Yu Gi Oh! Get this. Yu-Gi-Oh! I say my Roku. Oh, Avatar. Oh, better than. I don't think Brent mentioned as an Avatar yeah, reference, but I meant it as like the fucking like little like like yeah, the fire little TV stick thing. Your Roku. Oh, or whatever. that was named yeah. after Avatar Roku, actually. No, I don't know. Oh, is dude, it? No there idea. you go. <laughs> I would be a goofy today. It, honestly. Yeah, what I'm editing the Wikipedia page now. <laughs> that is now fact. fact. <laughs> Source: Jack from Brain Boggle Podcast. Hey, hey, you can quote me on that. Um, okay, so yeah. what we're talking about is what I had mentioned it quickly before. It's called an informational hazard. Um, an informational hazard is basically just something that uh, you it, it's it's dangerous just by knowing the information either to yourself or to other people um so an example like an, a, an easy example of an informational hazard is like the knowledge on how to build weapons right uh, um mm. this what we're going to talk talk about follows more falls more into the second category which is um described as it's it's something that's dangerous to yourself um it's 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 like if you were to like have a DNA test done and have mm-hmm. your like DNA sequenced out or something, um, and then they were like, "Oh, you have a ninety five percent risk for like colon cancer or something," right? So now you live the rest mm-hmm. of your life like being afraid and worried about colon cancer. Um, it's like one of those things. It's like it's very much like the opposite of like ignorance is bliss, you know. That's, That's so sort of funny. Like, That's so interesting that, that this is the topic because uh, I literally just had a three hour long conversation with both my parents about uh, this kind of like topic. Ignorance is bliss. 
So I'm curious to see where this goes because yeah, my yeah, mind's already I mean, kind of running there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna give a little a little backstory behind the concept of Roko's Basilisk before I before I actually explain what it, what it's about. So All right. back in the good old days of 2010, a decade ago. Oh, can you remember ah. the good old days of 2010? Oh, good morning, sir. It's 2010. Oh, oh. oh my God, oh, dude. Man. Don't you guys remember 2010 back when oh, Rihanna was were at the top of the Rihanna music was in the, I was going to I was going to say like movies were in black and Game white. Game of Thrones was still good. Um, yeah, Game of Thrones know, was still we good. We were going to die in two years. I was 11 years old. Yes. Whoa, uh, that's weird to think about. Okay, Bobby, you were like 13. Obama was president, you know. Was I 13? Oh, yeah. no, I was you? 15, bruh. You're 24, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm I'm 21. Jack Bauer 24. <laughs> I don't know Jack Every Bauer. Every time Brent says Jack Bauer 24, I go... <laughs> big hit. I have no idea. You know, Jack Bauer 24. I'm just going to move on. I have no idea what you guys are talking <laughs> about. referencing the TV show, right, Brent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jack, Jack Bauer. Bauer from 24. It was a big hit. <laughs> well, I have no idea what you guys show. are talking about. It was a TV show. It's a stupid bit. It was a TV a show bit. about 24 hours, and like the whole show took place within the 24 hours, and like each episode I, was one hour. I have heard about this, actually. Yeah. Brent mentions I'm, it like at least once a month. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sure, I think Brent has mentioned it before. Anytime the, the number 24 comes Jack up, Bauer, I say 24. Jack Bauer. Brent, you have so many automatic bits like stored in your brain. Like if you hear anything. He's just like, a reference yeah. machine. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all I do. Um, we could replace Brent with an algorithm, and it would just <laughs> honestly. Oh, funny you should ta- say that because this is oh. um this has Uh-oh. to do with AI. Uh-oh. Yeah, segue back Ooh. to the topic. So Nine so bucks. ten ten years ago, a user by the name of Roko, hence the name Roko's Basilisk, posted this thought experiment on a website called less wrong um it's like a uh, it's like a discussion forum type website where people talk about like uh philosophy psychology um like different theory ba- it's like it's like a, it's basically just like a, a a forum for like thoughtful discussion thought experiments stuff interesting um so he posted this concept on this website and uh the next day the founder of the website deleted the post called Rocco an idiot, called his post idiotic, called it a danger to anyone who reads it. Um, but by that time, it was too late. People had read it and people were talking about it. And he he tried to quash any sort of uh, any sort of discussion about this topic. But like it's almost, it's very hard to control people's thoughts. Um, if people, you're hearing this episode, once you open Pandora's box, this baby. episode right now. You are probably not going to hear it again because it's probably going to get taken down. So no, no, he doesn't have any. Knowledge. He doesn't have any rights to like take it down anywhere else. <laughs> it's just because it was his website. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah take that, take that, Mister Apple. <laughs> Mister Spotify but, is going to take it down. Oh, big Mister John Spotify. Um, <laughs> people after reading this reported extreme mental distress and anxiety. Some even reported nightmares. Um, mm. I don't really think well I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about our beliefs in ai later and we'll explain it then but i don't really care i don't really consider it to be all that hazardous obviously that's why i'm sharing it with you guys, guys um, i don't know if i this, want to talk about this this is your it's like some creepypasta shit it is like cre- it's like something out of an scp or like out of the game yeah or yeah, like yeah. out of control like i like it's like mm. straight up 
in in this realm. Um, this is your last warning, listeners. Uh, Bobby and Brent, you don't really have a choice because we have we got to get an episode out next oh, week. Um, crap. But uh, this is your last warning, listeners. If you don't want to hear something that could potentially endanger your life, leave Turn now. Turn back now or forever hold your peace. For everyone else that's cool and not a loser, let's get into the topic of Roko's Basilisk. Okay, now that we got all the cool people here and all the nerds are gone. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, skateboarding? Podcast. Mm. What do you guys uh, think about... Uh, you boys get some sick vert? What do you guys think about uh, sick vert action? jeans? What do you guys mm. what do you guys think about Pro. uh jewel pods? Yeah, dude, what what about yeah. what do you guys think about black coffee? Well well here's the <laughs> thing, you know, ripped jeans, sure, but only with studded belts. That okay? is so only with studded belts. <laughs> hey, and maybe obnoxious belt buckle. Um yeah, chain, you were pretty chain close wallet? to making fun of cold brew. <laughs> and that's walking on thin ice right there. Cold brew yeah. is his hipster as You better well, not get me like if you, don't even if you don't even bring about, up cold brew. Don't even bring up cold mm, brew around Brent. Yeah. I swear to God. Whew. Literally. All if right. you talk about cold brew in a bad way, whoo! Brent will you. disappear from the screen. The, the, br- the brew crew will be <laughs> on your ass. The brew crew. The brew crew. The brew crew yeah. boys. The brew crew, rivals of the Boba boys. The Boba <laughs> brothers. Um, cold brew manifesto. We need to oh. make this song. Oh my God, dude. And oh then we boy. can get Chris Fleming on the pod. That'd be kind of oh, sick, yes. actually. No, we have to get Chris Fleming on the pod. Chris, Chris Fleming, if, if you're listen, a pod. Listener, um, mm. please get in contact with us. We would love to have you on the pod. Yes. Um, all right. Oh, Chris. Fle- sorry, Jack. I keep oh, my distracting God. You. I'm fine, so sorry. No, it's all good. Chris Fleming really likes The Cure. I know this because I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he's always listening to The Cure every time I go on Spotify. He accepted so we, your friend request? What? It was years ago before mm. he was big. But let's. What? Robert. Let's make an episode called The Cure. And release it and see if he listens. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll show him how we do that trick. Squandered that relationship <laughs> opportunity. I'm just going to oh, assume that God. was a line from The Cure. Mm. Um, all right, Jack, I'm sorry. All right, now, this is your final, final warning. It's not even that serious. All right, thought experiment, Roko's Basilisk. Imagine we're in a world where humans have created an infinitely intelligent AI. The AI has been given the ultimate task of continuously optimizing, improving, and perfecting humanity as a whole. So it goes about doing its, its, its task, seeing where, where it, 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 it basically has been granted all power it needs to do in order to achieve this goal. Somewhere along the line, it determines that this, the most efficient way towards progress would be to capture and torture anyone who did not advocate or directly build or help build this artificial intelligence. Okay. Because it sees them as obstacles in the way of its goal, right? So basically to it's 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 it, it's a bit heady at first but basically like say the three of us right i mm-hmm. like I, I i tell you guys about this um say brent is like oh sweet yeah i'm gonna get the word around brent goes around he tries to find scientists um he raises funding and he starts getting this thing built bobby on the other hand is like okay well i don't know anything about robots i don't really like the sound of it torturing me so i don't want this robot to be made so I just keep playing Minecraft, not... Yeah, you just keep playing Minecraft. However, Brent's, Brent's 
uh, Brent is successful in creating this AI. So now, Bobby, it will target you because in the past you did not wish for its existence. Mm. So it's one of the. So I just find this like incredibly. Mm. I don't know. It's just so. I love you. Obviously, like you guys know this if you listen to the podcast. I love thinking about things and like thought discussion and stuff. So it's like. Now that I've told you this, right, it's like the answer obviously is or well, not obviously, but the answer seems to be right. Well, let's just. Not build it. Let's not build it. Or. You could say the same exact thing for let's build it. Right. And it's like, let's build. we could say, like, let's build it correctly. Yeah. Do you say let's build? Well, like that. Okay. well, for the sake of the thing, like, don't get hung up on like. Unlike the the things of the argument are like set in stone. Like I was trying to talk to this with my parents. Shout out yeah. mom and dad. Um, mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Well, I don't like the notion that humanity can be perfect." And I was like, "Mom, that is like completely beside the point." <laughs> That's a whole other the topic. Because it's not it's not about like the moralities of AI or you know can humanity reach perfection or torture. It's about um, decision theory. And about mm. how people make decisions. So it ultimately boils right. down to, do you not make this and risk someone else building it? Or do you help build it? Um, and not get killed by the AI. And not get killed by the AI. Well, one thing that I think about immediately is like once, even if Brent, let's say Brent went out and like recruited people to build this thing. Once Brent's done doing that, is his purpose no longer useful? Like, does he die anyway? No, no, because no, so, Brent, so at, Brent, at any the point, only people, the only people who are getting tortured are the people who, who prior to the creation, who, who, who did not actively try to bring this artificial intelligence to life. Um, the reason why it's called the basilisk is because like a basilisk kills with its eyes. And if you just happen to see this, um, it creates a threat to yourself, theoretically, mm-hmm. um, but like not really, because I don't really think that. AI would ever get to that point but that is like but that's not even that's beside well you can we can get there eventually but like yeah so it's 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 only goal is to improve humanity and anyone okay. who is against it yeah in the past so, gets so I, okay so my question then at this point is if you are because we brought up the whole idea of ignorance is bliss so if you don't know that the AI is being made and you're completely ignorant to it whatsoever and do nothing as a result of ignorance, do you then also get considered someone who is deserving of torture by the AI no. for not helping? Oh. No, that's the, that's the entire, that, that is at the root of the, of the, of the, of the whole experiment right. is, is if you don't know anything, you're, you're only at risk with, with having knowledge of it. If you don't know anything about it, if you've never heard of this thing, um, mm. then it's like, it, 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 it it's like oh obviously like since you didn't know about it you can't have made a decision about it but if right. you learn about it and actively make the decision to do nothing about it it will see you as a threat this is interesting. so interesting this is it so i want to bring this to like sort of a the topic that i was talking to my parents about mm-hmm. it's almost like kind of copy paste uh we were talking about um like veganism vegetarianism and like the meat industry and i just want to say first and foremost like i i support what everybody does like i don't care what you do as long as 
you think it's right. Like it's everyone has their own choices right now. And um, but like if you don't know, like I'm vegetarian. Brent's vegan. Um, I eat everything, baby. Jack eats literally everything. Jack's had like rattlesnakes and all this crazy. It is. I I don't know if I've ever (laughs) talked about this on the pod, but it is one of my bucket list items to eat the meat of any animal yeah that's no we, we had that strange diets episode <laughs> oh where yes we, brought we this talked out. about it on strange yes. diets yes. yeah and i mean people can't see this right now but jack is actually gnawing on a pair of brand new converse sneakers it's yeah, crazy what? bright red converse sneakers it's pretty wild i can't believe you're not eating the yellow ones dude those ones are so much better i've already tried uh, the yellow ones dude i gotta try new things yeah, yeah i mean come on be original those ones are kind of spicy but um so yeah the conversation that we were having it was it was not really about oh, you should eat meat or you shouldn't eat meat. It was more about if you knew what you were, what was happening to the meat that you're eating, would you still eat it? And so the conversation we were having was my dad was like, uh, I don't want to know what's happening because if I knew, I know I wouldn't eat meat ever again. And, you know, they were talking about like, I want to, I choose to be ignorant because I know that if I wasn't ignorant, then I would, not be able to live my life the way I'm currently living it. And I, my argument was that like, that's sort of a, a very um, restrictive way to live. Like you should know, like you, you should be able to like, look at the thing that you're doing and be okay with it. Like kind of, I, I was saying like, Oh, I have so much respect for people who hunt their own food because they know what they're killing and they know how it's dying and they know, they're okay with that and they're okay with putting it in their body. And so it got down to this like huge moral argument of like ignorance is bliss. And, and is that okay? Uh, And in a lot of ways, a lot of things that we do, we're ignorant about, and there's a lot of things that we can, we contribute to that we don't know about. And it's like, do you choose to open Pandora's box? As you were saying earlier, Brent, do you choose Mm -hmm. to open that and see what's inside and have it ruin that thing for you? Or do you choose to, keep living the way that you're living and ignore it. And so it's kind of, it's a really interesting question. It's hard to answer. No, it Uh, is. I, I always like to think of um, the phrase ignorance is bliss, but does that make it right? Yeah. Um, Because yeah. Cause there are like, I I do, I do truly think that there are certain scenarios where ignorance is bliss is, um, you know, completely appropriate. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think that, which is, it's, it's kind of weird because I, I, I used to say like, I used to be very against willful ignorance and I still am to some extent. Um, I think it's mainly just about stuff like willful ignorance when it doesn't affect when, when, when the, when the, when the, only person who is affected by the information is yourself. Yeah. Um, which I think is partially what makes Roko's Basilisk so weird is because it, because in some way, like it's like, yes, if I don't work for it, I am, I'm getting tortured. And if I'm okay with that, then like, what's like morally I have that right. But it's, it, the, the basilisk isn't just affecting you it affects all of humanity right um and it's like one of those things where it's like uh like if you if you um if you broke up with your girlfriend 
mm-hmm. right? Um, it, say she had been cheating on you, yeah. but she breaks up with you. After the breakup, it's like, would you want to know that she was cheating on you mm-hmm. during it? Even though it wasn't like, it, it, it doesn't affect what happened in the relationship now. And I, like, I personally, I feel like I wouldn't want to know. I feel like I would be like, no, I like just like if we're broken up, it's whatever, you know, it's like that, that mm. sort of thing where it only like th- th- that sort of information only affects me. I feel like ignorance is bliss is completely all right with that. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because like something that I was thinking about with this is um, the person who is the doer of the bad thing in this situation. Like, let, let's use your analogy, like the girlfriend, mm-hmm. she's doing something wrong, right? Like by cheating, whether or yeah. not, you know she's still doing something wrong. And so like, does knowing make anything, does knowing that she did something wrong, change anything? Like, does that make it so that you're going to tell other people that she cheated so that she learns her lesson or something? Um, one analogy I used was kind of similar. Say you're at a restaurant, right? And mm-hmm. you you get like a soda. So what, if someone came out and told you the chef is, spitting in everyone's drinks obviously you wouldn't drink the soda anymore right yeah Mm -hmm. now you could say oh well if nobody told me that the chef spit in the drink then i would just drink it and i wouldn't know and i'd be be fine yeah you'd probably be fine right but does but does that change the fact that the chef is still wrong like does it make it right for the chef to spit in the drink if nobody knows like well no one knows i'm spitting in the drink but nobody knows that's that still makes the chef wrong for doing it i I guess in this case that should the ai is the chef right yeah yeah i think you could get into we could get into the discussion of um of um victimless crime yeah because it's it's like uh like drug use right Mm. um like a lot of people think a lot of people believe that dr- that all drugs should be legalized on the grounds of as a as a legal adult i have the right to make my own decisions of whether or not i destroy my body or whatever i want to do with my body mm-hmm. um it's it, it, and so like in that case there is a clear victim you know people who are getting spit in the drink and so yeah. even if they don't even if they don't get even if there's no harm, right? If like, you know, the chef is, is perfectly healthy. They can't like, nothing's different about the drinks. Right. Um, it, I feel like it's such more of a, of a, of a different scenario in that sense. Yeah. Cause I feel like the, like the cheating girlfriend analogy, um, like it, like, let's say this is in, in isolation. This is the only time, she has ever been unfaithful right yeah if she doesn't tell you then it's kind and like you guys are broken up anyway for reasons outside of that that like ignoring all the nuance of relationship let's just say the un being unfaithful has absolutely nothing to do with the reasons why they broke up right yeah it's kind of a victimless crime i mean it's gonna hurt her more than it hurts you so if we were to relate that analogy back to the ai um, it's it's completely different, right? Because it's not a victimless c- crime in this case. No, it's, there's very clearly a victim. Yeah. It, um, the people who are it, being tortured. There's another um thought experiment that goes along 
that that people often bring up with Roko's Basilisk. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that I am I have I can tell the future, right? So one morning I set up two boxes. I have a clear box and I have an opaque box. In the clear box, I put ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Now this is where my prediction comes in. If I were to say like, if I I, I would say you so you can pick either um A and B or you can pick just B. If you pick and and so I'm gonna so I'm now this is where I make my prediction. You can either pick A and B or just B. Okay. If if I predict that you pick just A, A is the clear box where you can see $10,000, B is the opaque box you can't see anything in it. If I predict that you're going to pick A and B, B has nothing in it. If I say that you're going to ignore A and pick just B, B has $1 million in it. Oh, wow. Mm. What mm. decision do you make? Ooh. Mm. If you riddle me this, then I'll give you a <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. Find all my Riddler trophies. <laughs> this is a riddle. I think it's mm. called the Newcomb, the Newcomb Paradox. Mm. Yes, I, I've, heard, I've, I've heard this before. Um, yeah, man, this is... What do you think, Brent? We gotta, we gotta break <laughs> this down. We gotta break this mm. shit down. Okay, so, so the idea is that... I'm, I'm just trying to make sure I fully understand this scenario yeah, yeah, yeah. correctly. So you got a clear box and you got an opaque box. Mm-hmm. Now, clear box, we can clearly see there's 10K in there, right? Yep. Opaque box, you can't see what's in it. Mm-hmm. So the options in this case is you either pick one or the other, and you, you have told us that you know A has 10K in it and B has nothing, or if we pick B, do we know that B has a, a million in it? So you can't, like, you, you only see, so, so you, I, you either pick both A and B, Mm-hmm. And if you do, B has nothing. Okay. Or if you just pick B, B has a million dollars. It's basically okay, so you, you know you know this information as yes. the person presenting the scenario, but we don't. Yeah, you got as, it. If okay. you were if you were making the decision, it would basically be: Do I pick the guaranteed ten thousand dollars with mm-hmm. the added bonus of something random that I have no idea what it could be, or do I take just the something random? Take the chance. And just I see mean, what it is. I, I, knowing myself, I would definitely do the A and B. Right. Like, just like t- taking out the fact that I know in this situation, based on how you've described it to us, that like the option B would be like the right answer for this particular yeah. thought experiment. But pretending like I didn't know that, if I was like actually presented this scenario in real life, I would definitely go for the sure thing. That's, I don't know. Yeah, I was reading that um, game theorists like the the the, st- the statistically correct quote unquote correct um, choice is to pick A and B, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because it's 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 the only option with a hundred percent success rate, right? Yeah. Um, even though it, it, it which is weird to think about because when you explain like it's one of those things where it's uh, like there are some people when i try to like talk about thought experiments with Mm -hmm. um they just like get hung up on the wrong parts and they would be like Mm -hmm. they'd be like oh well b has a million dollars so i pick b and i'd be like well you don't 
No, like you don't know that. Like Lizzie, you yeah. don't there's know a, there's that. There's an episode of The Simpsons <laughs> where like Homer like wins like a sweepstakes and he like comes to the place. He's like, you can have this brand new boat. Yeah. Or the mystery box. Homer's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I want to know what's in the mystery box. Yeah, it's the it's 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 the um the Monty Hall problem. I don't right? know what the Monty Hall problem. We, we is. talked about this before. It's like a brain puzzle about like the the goat. Um. Do you remember we? this? Maybe I we don't. Didn't. Uh, Did I'll, we talk about this? Let me look it up I because um, I remember like reading about this. I thought that was really interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. So let oh. me see. So, well, while you're oh, unless you have it right now. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say while you're looking up the um, like that the whole like the Newcomb paradox is like is part of the um, process is part of like the the science behind how game shows like mm-hmm. work right because mm-hmm. it's like yeah what like what brent was saying about the like what's be- or you could get behind what's uh, you could either get this new kitchen set or what's right. behind door door letter a yeah like <laughs> this is the same thing so the monty hall problem is, so i'll read right from the website here so monty hall asks you to choose one of three doors one of the doors hides a prize and the two other doors have no prize you state out loud which door you pick but you don't open it right away monty opens one of the other two doors, and there's no prize behind it. At this moment, there are two closed doors, one of which you picked. The prize is behind one of the closed doors, but you don't know which one. Monty asks, do you want to switch doors? The majority of people assume that both doors are equally like likely to have the prize. It appears that the door you chose has a 50-50 chance. Because there's no perceived reason to change, most stick with their initial choice. Um... So time to shatter this illusion with the truth. If you switch doors, you actually double your probability of winning. So it's some weird statistical. Wait, how do you double math. your? Because pro- I, I understand that. I understand that it's not actually fifty-fifty because because yeah. it doesn't change the initial probability at all. It's like okay. how it's like what's the it's like what it's like when people ask what are the odds of of a coin flipping heads one thousand right. times in a row? It's fifty-fifty. I mean, do you want me to keep reading? I'll keep reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Marilyn, uh, Marilyn Voss Savant was asked this question in her Parade magazine column. She gave the correct answer that you should switch doors to have a 66% chance of winning. Her answer was so unbelievable that she received thousands of incredulous letters from readers, many with P- PhDs. Uh, Paul Erdos, a noted mathematician, was swayed only after observing a computer simulation. It'll probably be hard for me to illustrate the truth of this solution. That turns out to be the easy part. I can show you in the short table below. Oh, God, this is long, dude. This is <laughs> stupid. Um, I, maybe we shouldn't go, go into this rabbit hole. But Wait, no, well, we can just, uh, I don't know, let's just talk about it and not, not read about it. There's I, definitely um, like some kind of video that explains it that's really Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, well... It's sixty. It's it's sixty six percent chance. If you switch doors at that point, you yeah. have a sixty six percent chance of of it being the, the prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I mean, wait. I want to see if I can. I want to see if I can figure out how. Yeah, l- uh, look into it. Well, so if because if okay, so three doors. Each one, two have no prize and one has a one has a prize, which means you have a sixty six percent chance of not getting a prize and a one and a thirty three percent chance of getting a prize. Yeah. When one of the doors goes away, it 
When one of the doors is proven to not be it. Oh, because the probabilities flip somehow. I have no freaking idea. How do they, why would they flip though? I don't know. It's crazy. It's like, um, there's a bunch of different like diagrams that show like what the probabilities are. Like on the I Wikipedia mean, it's one of those. Page. It's one of those things too, where it's like probability, like probability. It, 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 it's one of the, probability is like it it, it. it almost doesn't have meaning in the real world, right? Right. Even because the, it's true, though. I mean, like it's, it's it doesn't have meaning in the real world because it could be anything. But like well, at the I, end I'm of the sort day, of like re- I'm sort of reading through right now, and like one of the key components that changes mm-hmm. um, how this works is the fact that you have the host specifically selecting one door to eliminate. Okay, and that that specific action of picking one that they already know definitely doesn't have it. Yeah, changes the 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 way you have to calculate the oh, probability shifts, at that point. Shifts because the, the the, their their action actually adds a new value to the question now so that added value means that if you switch then that um that's sort i mean obviously there's more to it than that but that's sort of like the key component that that, sort of changes it it means that you have a greater chance by switching because they because i because we're under that would be under the assumption no i assume it's not under the like we don't we don't have to assume the game hosts intentions do we well the thing is the game host will definitely not eliminate one door that has the prize so yeah. obviously they're going to pick one that definitely doesn't have the prize to eliminate you know to create this added stakes or whatever right and so by that doing that that the new probability i guess i'm i again like i just read oh, a little bit of the wikipedia the probability doesn't switch the the one third chance that 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 the other door held mm-hmm. um was at, gets added onto mm-hmm the other door right. when when it gets reduced down to two right so it's not 50 percent. yeah no it's never it's never never is it 50 percent. which is crazy right. to think though because like when because, you explained it i was like my fr- my initial thought was it doesn't matter if you switch it's 50 50 right because one door hasn't one door doesn't <laughs> and that's what you think <laughs> in your head you, the, it's it's really confusing because like you're choosing one of two things Mm-hmm. Have you ever Why heard switching the, uh, make it better probability? But you ever heard the um, the thing where people will people will say, "What are the odds that you win the lottery?" Um, and people yeah. respond with, "Oh, you know, like one in a billion, one in a trillion." Yeah. And the person responds with, "No, it's fifty mm-hmm. fifty. You either win or you lose." Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just like. That's not even that has nothing to do with probability or theory. That's just like that's more of like uh, more of a perspective kind it's of like thing. It's like a schmitty thing to say. Schmidt, yeah. like from the actually, girl. Schmitty. Schmitter. I don't know who's Schmitty. It just means uh, like a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh. Oh. Schmitty. Um, like, actually. This, this, the Monty Hall problem, like, I definitely want to watch some videos on it after, but like, Dude, probability and stuff just hurts my brain. Like my brain is actually hurting right now. Probability is is it's very um, it's very weird to understand. Well, because like I I play a lot of Magic: The Gathering, right? Yeah. Um, mm. and so like probability has 
a high chance. It, so like sometimes when I'm when I'm playing uh, on my turn, I'll think like I'll I'll run through every single card that if I drew it right now could win me the game. And I'll run through every single card in my head and I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, there are 14 cards that if I drew them I would win the game. Yeah. Um out of, you know, like out of the 40 that are left. You know, it's like I have a one fourth chance of winning the game right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, but like, actually, that actually, that, that like, that doesn't actually mean anything, you know, like, because yeah. that like, in, in theory, that would mean you draw four cards, one, if you drew four cards, one of them would win you the game. Yeah. But, you know, those 14 cards could be all on the bottom and you couldn't, you could never draw all of those, um, which is something that, which is really interesting as to why people like why there is a statistical skill with um, like poker and mm-hmm. with like blackjack and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because like theoretically, or no, theoretically it should work. And then in practice though, it like shouldn't, but then that like, that would go into a whole discussion about like risk assessment, I guess. Right. Cause then you would have to be made. You would, you would like look at like, you make the decision based on the risk assessment base. There's a lot more variables than just how many, mm-hmm. like, you look at what uh, like you because you have to keep track of what's in the deck and what everyone else could have, mm-hmm. right? Um, exactly. Which is just something. Which is just a whole a whole can of worms that I don't I don't think we want to open. Dude, right. This now. just this whole this whole thought experiment is th- making me think of like other thought experiments, and there's so many that are just like uh brain boggling i think that we could do a whole episode where we just read thought experiments like yeah that would be cool do you think going back to uh, let's go to let's go to the semantics of the actual of the actual right sure sure, uh, sure. thing yeah. do you do you think artificial intelligence could get to this point i think so hmm. um depends if we have robo drones or not that can i don't know and torture people no, yeah, I'm, not talking about, say, I'm not talking about that. Like, obviously, we can have we can have. Ro- I I believe we can have robots that could capture and torture people. Yeah. Do you sure. think we could get a robot that could make these decisions? Mm. Well, we're already mm. dealing with it because I mean, think about this. This it's one of the problems in, with a, autonomous cars, right? They're they're talking about um, if an autonomous car is like in a situation where it's it's driving and it. It could either hit uh, a couple with a baby in the carriage on the right side of the road, or its only other option is to go the other way and hit a single person on a bike. The car, it's it's in a split second, has to make a decision whether to go right or left. It has only those two choices. It has mm-hmm. to kill somebody. They they have to like program into the car, like basically which way it has to go. And so it's going to go left, like theoretically to hit the biker because it's killing less people. Um, but like the car is still making the decision whether to mm. kill three people or one person. Either way, it's just deciding that it has to kill somebody. Yeah, but it's but like, not actually making a decision. It doesn't it in, in at least it's at, for, so <laughs> in the future, if, if cars could, could judge like moral, uh, if like AI could judge moral thing, then it would be yeah. truly making a decision. But what we have right now is, mm-hmm. um, whoever programs this AI would have to yeah. put in would would put in the parameters for what. The, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the car deciding. 
Right. So th- right. That, that's where I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is that it, it, it's not the AI deciding. It's whoever programmed the AI is deciding okay. mm-hmm. um, because they would have to because you would have to. It would, it could, it would, you know, person recognition, right. And it uses that. And then it would, in, in this instance, right. You could, you could make the moral argument. Oh, well the programmer should program the car to turn towards the least amount of people. Yeah. Um, that would be, you know, the, uh, right. The, um, thing. And right. you know what's, oh yeah, you can go. Brent. Yeah. I was just gonna say, and like, I feel like this scenario is positing more that like the AI is built and then over time, it sort of develops the decision making to decide that, you know, mm. who needs to be tortured and who should not be or like whatever. That wasn't and even a part of it. When and, it was right. Made. And so if, if we're talking more along those lines as in, you know, will we get an AI that will ever reach a point where it's making the dis- decisions on this kind of level for humanity? I would argue no. Okay. And... My primary reason for saying that is, as we see right now with, like, the people who are developing AI, it's mainly, you know, people of means, billionaires, people with the the resources to fund this sort of research. You got your Elon Musks, you know, with, like, autonomous driving cars or whatever. And, um, you know, there are other players out there working in this field. Yeah, what's his, Jackie something in China? Jack something? Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, I, I know who you're talking about. I, I also don't remember. The yeah, last he's name. got his company but, is Alibaba or something, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's, I, it I, might, I, I mean that fact check us on that. <laughs> yeah, um, don't fact check or do fact check us. Yeah, Let do us fact check. We don't know. Don't quote <laughs> us on that. <laughs> don't quote us on it, but please fact check us. But the the, the <laughs> that point should, being that's that our, that's our slogan. That should be our slogan <laughs> yes, for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Don't quote us, please fast check. Please fact check us. Make someone make Bobby make a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the very least, a nice pin. Um, but <laughs> wh- the, the the point I'm trying to get to is that I have a hard time seeing the people who are trying to develop these technologies building them in a way where they can't maintain some level of control over it. Now, I guess you could introduce the argument that maybe it gets out of control just by the nature of AI yeah. itself. But um, I have a hard time seeing them not tr- trying to build it in some way where they can control and monetize it. Because we do well, live in a late stage capitalist world where monetization <laughs> is the most important thing of anything. I mean, let's so look at, like, uh, why, why, why would we build something that would suddenly make me as the creator of it obsolete? Well, let's power, look at that was powerful, um, Brent. You know, <laughs> n- not to bring it back to Dragon Ball Z as I always do, but. No, we have to. We have I'm on the to. Android arc right now, and so that's the mm. whole thing right now. So, jo- are Dr. you rewatching Jiro. Dragon Ball Z? Yes, you're you're about you're about to lap me in my Dragon really? Ball Z view. <laughs> well, I just I, dude, it's so, it's so like long, dude. Dragon Ball. It's I so wish much. I wish I watched Z Kai honestly, mm-hmm. um, because Z is like I was talking about this with my friends the other day. The Frieza fight between mm. like between Goku and Frieza on Planet Namek is like literally 80 episodes long. Yeah, it's too long. And you think about like when that that was airing weekly, that is yeah. like that's like almost 2 years. I, know. I can tell you as someone who watched it in real time, <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> like that's like it's 2 years of the he 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 must have there. been 
like to me to like me and Bobby who binge it, you know, Goku was on Snake Way for maybe a, maybe a day or two, three yeah. days max. Yeah. Goku must have been on Snake Way for months, dude. Yeah, months. I mean the thing is, to be fair, I guess um, when I was seeing it, it was like it already had aired and it was coming to America. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was watching them like each day one episode would air. <laughs> yeah, but, but even still, then, dude, it's yeah. still it's like months. That's yeah. months yeah. of the Frieza saga. That's yeah. absurd. Imagine um, watching one episode every day. Ugh. But yeah, but because Dragon Ball Z is such a slow show like even it even binging it like binging it starts to feel like a chore because it's well, like that's why you just leave it on while you do other things yeah like, it's like hours I i'll just have it on while i'm in the shower like yeah but you ain't even just, watching it at that point no i'm watching it i'm watching it a little bit um so, uh, so you're, you're you're on the uh you're on the android arc well yeah so so to brent's point that like you know they, they've developed means of um of destroying the ai before it ever gets out of hand so like you know, in Dragon Ball Z, you've got the, the two androids and Dr. Zero uh, turns them on and he has a switch in his hand. And he this switch turns them off if they're out of hand or if they're disobedient. And they've already been turned on before. And so they they know that the switch was what turned them off. And so what happens is, you know, the first thing they do is de- devise a plan to take the switch. And so once they get the switch they the creator has no control anymore and so like what i always think could be possible is if ai got to the point where it started to develop its own thoughts then maybe it could just think oh well i can just hack into the mainframe or whatever and shut off the command switch even though it was designed to be like a big red button there there are possible ways for it to, you know, it could send an email to a executive and say, hey, I decided that we're going to shut off this switch and trick people. Um, I mean, we get a Horizon Zero Dawn situation. Right. right? Hands, look out. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. You know, I just I think that the. I, I, I disagree with the argument where like humanity isn't meaning to bring AI to the point of self-awareness, but yeah. they accidentally they bring AI to the point where it can figure out self-awareness. Right. Yeah. But I think that that is um, a paradox. I don't Why? think you because I don't think an AI um, can. Um, I think you need self-awareness to figure out self-awareness. Hmm. Um, even like. Even like like Alex, the great parrot, right? Mm-hmm. Like he um it's greatly debated whether or not he had um it, it, people like to consider him to be like the first sentient animal. Yeah. Um because he was the first one to ask um an existential question. He cuz he looked at himself in a mirror and said, "What color am I?" right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but I feel like he wasn't a lot of people debate that he wasn't actually asking what color am I and that he was just repeating phrases that he had heard right. even at even at that point and had just and had just learned up to the and had learned that that phrase refers to this other thing that he is seeing in this in this glass mm-hmm. thing. So it's like mm-hmm. a copy of sentience but it's not it's 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 like it's like faux sentience like like a reflection of it like definitely not passing the turing test with that one baby yeah (laughs) yeah exactly like they wouldn't be able to pass the turing test like i always think about like oh wait so so what's the turing test again remind me um it's from blade runner 
And it is, I can't remember like the specific, it's like, it's a series of questions to basically figure out if, um, if you're an Android or not. And it's accurate to the point where an Android who does not realize that it's a robot Mm -hmm. will still fail the test and be found out Mm -hmm. as a robot. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Ultimately it's the idea is to like, sort of like establish, um, sentience within something that is artificial. So like, um, if you, did you, either you guys see Ex Machina? Yes. No, it's I've been of, meaning it, to though. Ex, that's basically Such like the a good whole movie. basis of around Ex Machina is that you know D- Dummel Gleason's character is sort of like acting as sort of like the test to see if um Isaac or Oscar Isaac's and uh, Android is capable of passing the Turing test or not. So like yeah. Dummel Gleason's having like these interviews with the AI to see mm-hmm. like if it can pass as human or not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that. That's, I guess, the general idea of the Turing test. It makes me think of the the current. I forget what the name of the the uh, AI is, but you know that like female AI that they bring around the world. Um, it's like a robot, and it has like a a face. It's like Sophia. It's called. I and have it, no okay. idea. <laughs> it, it basically, it, it can have a conversation with you, and so like it, it had supposedly, uh, you know the most advanced AI conversational robot that we have right now. And you can watch like a ton of YouTube videos of her talking to people and they'll like ask her questions and be like, so like, well, how do you feel as a robot robot? She's like, I feel like, you know, it's pretty strange being a robot because I have programmers and I'm not like you, but uh, I, I can think and I can respond and it'll talk. And then they'll ask questions like why, what, are you going to take over the world someday? And she'll be like, no, because my programmers made sure that I was programmed not to. And so really it's not full sentience because it's kind of just a, an artificial intel- intelligence that was built as a program to respond to someone as if a human would respond, but there is no consciousness actually there. Yeah. Um, there so, is like, no, like, I don't know if this is the right word, but there's no like compound thought. It's like the mm-hmm. soul. There's no soul. Like whatever you would call soul almost. Yeah, it's like it's one of those I want to ask it to It's like an it's 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 like an iRobot or mm-hmm. oh my god, in Detroit become human. Yeah. Right where the dude asks the android to paint something mm-hmm. and he says paint something you've never seen before. Yeah. Or or whatever. And if that's not the line then I'm going to for this like that for right now that's the line like right. paint something you've never seen before. Um, I don't think you could like you could program theoretically, right? You could program mm-hmm. a robot who for a day, right? For a yeah. year, maybe even could technically be entirely human. If you pumped it full of enough memory and machine learning and mm-hmm. just taught it about every because there is technically a finite amount of information on the world, right? Yeah. So if you give it every single piece of information in the world and have it machine learn off of all of that, by tomorrow, the robot is obsolete. Okay. Because, it, because, because the world is constantly changing, and I don't think AI right now has the ability to use my, what I'm calling compound thought to mm-hmm. use previous experiences on new things. Right. Like, if you teach a robot to climb a ladder... And then ask it to climb to shimmy up a fireman's pole. It mm-hmm. won't know how to. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, an expert at climbing a ladder could, a human being could figure out how to shimmy up a fireman's pole. Mm-hmm. 
because they're like, oh, well, I know how like there's just so many things that you have to know about. What's crazy is there are robots now that are like that are just programmed to learn on their past experiences. Like, I don't know if you've seen like the like ligament robot that just learns how to walk the most efficient way. And like at first it can't walk for for, you know, hours and then over the period of like trial and error, it slowly learns to like maneuver itself and then by the end of the video, it's like completely walking like a organic creature. So like you could you can program learning like machine learning to, to the point where it can take its past experiences and say this works or this worked for this specific situation. But it's only for I think right now they're limited to only specific tasks. Right. Um, like, again, there's no there's no like. There's no compound like. Like, once it figures out the way... I don't know how to explain... I want to say, like... I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is right, but, like, once it figures out the way to walk, mm-hmm. you couldn't say, now walk differently. Right. Um, because it's figured out, like, that's how it walks. Like, it's figured out the most efficient way to walk. And, or it wouldn't uh, wonder, like, why can't I walk this way? Why can't I walk this way? Yeah, it would never it would, wonder. Yes, yeah, that's yes, that's exactly it. It figures out how to walk one way. It doesn't. Fi- it doesn't walk multiple ways. Right. I mean, yeah, I want- it's like it's like function over thought. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. It's like this is the best way to function, as opposed to like this is just my thought of like what to do in this scenario, mm-hmm. and you can adapt and change it based on what you think or feel in that moment you know um yeah so i think that's that's a pretty um important distinction i feel like so how do you recreate wonder you know like how do you create Uh, that consciousness i don't i i don't if human beings can ever ever understand how the human brain functions to like exactly right like exactly Mm -hmm. so like right now you just have people being like oh this like everything basically all of psychology is is like just theories right yeah so let's say we live in a world where nothing is theory and everything about the every single function of the human brain is is a fact and we can point to hard evidence about how we can say um me feeling sad for Mm -hmm. something or other is a we can it's we can write down basically the direct process of how it happens until we can do that i don't think um ai will have um self-awareness and i don't think we can ever fully understand the human brain to 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 absolute 100 percent understanding Mm. sometimes you got to wonder if there's this like other component that we just don't know about like this like a soul you know like it, it, it makes you wonder: um, Is there something else that we're missing that we just don't know anything about that gives somebody that um, awareness to the point where they can wonder and and think about things? And yeah, that's the thing that separates humans from the animals. Yeah, I mean mm. we're weird, dude. Like we're so weird. I um, what the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> I had a director in high school for one of the shows I was in, who said, do you know what the only difference between humans and monkeys are? Is that monkeys don't put on plays. (laughs) Um, Which is like, Mm. it's kind of silly, but it's also kind of like, 
it's like if you like if you want to look into it and be deep about it you know it can be really deep it's like oh well monkeys don't have like because like if you want to expand place to monkeys don't you know monkeys don't pretend for their entertainment yeah you know is there is there like what other animals pretend basically you know what is is there yes is there anything else is there any other animal that has legit a legitimate imagination where they can see stuff from the world and formulate an image in their head that has never existed anywhere else i would i want to know if there are any other animals who can do that and i want to know how we got there you know know it'd be cool if we had a machine that you could plug up into your brain and like have a video feed of what your dreams are right because I would want, like, first off, I think it would be really, really cool to just be able to see that, right? But also, I would want, like, if it worked on, like, animals, right? Because we know that, like, dogs dream and stuff. I want to know what their dreams look like compared to ours. Because, yeah. like, we, like, our dreams, like, you can't create a human face, they say. Mm. But, like, I can create stuff in dreams that I've never seen before. Mm. I mean, we've, we tie, we had a dream episode and like, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but one of the things that's hard about dreams is we, we feel like they're visual, but when you actually, it's almost like thinking of something in your head. If you can, you can think of somebody in your head, like a friend, like let's take Ben, for example, you can see mm-hmm. what Ben looks like in your head, but yeah. the minute that you were told, okay, now write now draw Ben's face on a piece of paper. We can't articulate that because we're not actually looking at a picture of Ben. It's just our brain is remembering the memories of Ben's face. And so I think it's similar with dreams. Like there is no visual to show because we're not watching a TV. It's it's almost like an experiential thing. And so even with animals, like I wonder, is it just a different type of experience? And how can we represent that experience in uh, like a visual format, you know? Yeah, I wonder... I would want to also hook that machine up to a um, someone who is blind, mm. um, because blind people do dream, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something that's oh, this is this is this is kind of along the uh, along the same lines. Um, deaf people's inner voice is sign language. What people who have been deaf from birth, their internal monologue is visual sign language. Wow, interesting. Which is like, I which mean, I guess is that makes sense, right? Yeah, which is it's if that's it's, how you understand language. Yeah, yeah, it's really like it's just so inter like that to me was like so telling. There's also, um. There's a there's apparently there's two types of thinkers. Um, oh, my God, dude, I have to I have to I can't remember at all what it was explaining. I have to. While you're this, looking that but, up, I, I've got an interesting question. Like, okay. so hit me with it. People who are, are deaf, they say they have, you know, their own sign language voice in their head. Almost. Does that mean that people who they meet that speak sign language like, let's say you, you met someone from Australia. Do they have, like, a different accent? You know? Like, the way that they sign, does that... Do they almost hear a different voice with that accent? 
Uh, yes, yes. There are gest- there are um, ge- like gest- I don't know the word for it, but I'll call them gestural dialects. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like beyond the fa- beyond just um, like there being uh ASL, which is weird. It's weird to me that sign language. It, like there isn't just one sign language. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. is ASL universal? Because I mean, it stands for Americans. No, language. it's not. Yeah. Different languages wow. have different sign languages, which would make sense yeah. to some extent because, like, some languages don't share the same alphabet. So why would they have share the same signs? You right. know, well, because like the signs don't necessarily, you know, like they're just like. Right. They're, they're certain just signs gestures. mean certain things, right. but like there's also alphabetical signs for some things. Yeah, and, like excluding you know. the alphabetical signs. Like mm-hmm. I know the sign, the 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 American sign for like. I mean, obviously, sign language doesn't doesn't do anything on podcasts, but like mm-hmm. this means I'm or this means I'm going deaf, and then like mm-hmm. this means I am deaf. Wait, it, this is mm-hmm. trippy. I might have to translate your sign language to audio form for our listeners. It's like, reverse, it's like reverse sign language translation. Yeah. What? Jack is um, now taking I, his in. <laughs> I was, I was, po- you, you, you like tapped your ear and if you're going deaf, you put a thumbs up and you like slowly, you like bring it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are deaf, I think you, you tap your ear and have your thumb down and shake your head. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I tried to learn sign language when I was in high school during a study block. Um, cause I was bored. Um, real I had a talk deaf though. friend, so I learned how to sing. It's a small world. Oh, mm. that's awesome. Side that's notes: it, um, We need to be like, why are we teaching cursive in school and not sign language? <laughs> Seriously, honestly, like it feels At like this point. Like one of them, it, one of them is like an antiquated form of writing, and the other one is like an extremely useful form of communication, regardless yeah. of if you're deaf or not. Yeah, I mean, cursive should literally be like a day to learn how to sign your name, and that's it. Imagine if <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's like such basically. a good point though, because like, <laughs> like imagine like well, my audio is not working, right? We're trying to set up our Discord, and my audio is yeah, not working, just, and you're like, I can't hear you. But like, yeah, you, just you can sign. Just, yeah, you just mm-hmm. sign stuff. Imagine like you're driving down the you're driving down the road, somebody cuts you off, and instead of flipping them off, you can sign to them how mm-hmm. mad you are, and be like, oh my god. Like, I can't, yeah, so like, I can't believe this. Get at, I mean, like you could you could talk with your friends in class and you wouldn't yeah. disrupt anything. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, this would be so useful. You could talk from a distance and like, you know. Yeah, volume know. doesn't matter. Underwater, you, can you could talk underwater. Imagine mm-hmm. if you like imagine if people were per- like like places that need to be silent would just be dead silent. Right. Like you because like if, if if everyone grew up, you know, being completely fluent in sign language, just ba 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 ba. Yeah. And you're and you're communicating. We Why are we learning sign this. learn sign language people? Sign language yeah. is sick. There's hundred and thirty five <laughs> different sign languages. And all of these have That's been crazy. all of these have been pros and we haven't even mentioned like and then not to mention the main fact of people who are deaf, you can yeah. communicate with them, which is like the yeah. big like all well, of those it, like all of them wrapped in one, dude. I know I've mentioned this before, but like I had a friend from high school whose parents are both deaf and they were so incredibly amazing at talking to people like you didn't have to know sign language to talk to them because they can read lips so well. Oh. And uh, it was crazy. Like I've had like full on like long conversations <laughs> with them and it's just so trippy because, you know, I, I'm you forget too. You forget that they can't hear you because they're so good at communicating. Yeah. And so 
another good reason to learn sign language in this day and age is that um, in the age of having to wear masks in public. Right? Oh, yeah. I got to say, like, I'm on my second job where I do have to work with the public. There's this one guy who I see there who mm-hmm. works there and is deaf. But because he wears mat, we have to wear masks, you know, oh, we'll try to say, st- communicate to me. And I'm like, normally before all this, I would just, you know, sort of speak normally and just read my lips, you know, yeah. and that would be that. But now it's like, um, how do I communicate to you? You know, like yeah, I understand what you're really trying to say to me. I don't know how to communicate back to you now. Wow. So that's like, oh, yeah, OK, this wow. adds a. A trickiness to it you know should we start so, a movement yeah. like this just sounds like a great idea <laughs> that, that, that everyone <laughs> needs to learn sign language yeah, replace sign cursive language? with sign language honestly, honestly. like imagine it's... how useful that skill would be yeah but you know there'd be like traditionalists who would be like no they have to learn cursive <laughs> okay let's blah, do blah, both blah. and throw out pe like uh, <laughs> <laughs> no so you, i mean you could do you school. could do both yeah honestly though kids should be learning that what were we even talking about before hey, we, how I, did we get here and that was our so, podcast about sign language. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like just been. This is what like what I kind of wanted with this episode. Uh, for, yeah, like, this was more of a tangenty thought, yeah, like just thought provoking one. But yeah, well, I think it was originally about the idea of like thought and so, like w- distinguishing a like the idea of like programming some actual mm. thought and creative thinking, and then that sort of brought up this idea of like you know. How would you have dreaming and do we oh, dream yeah. visually or do the, the images actually do we actually see when we dream or is it just like right. another sort of sensual experience oh, of like yes, internally? Yes, yes, yes. And then that sort of brought us to the whole idea of like signing and because, oh, who, who I was supposed yeah. to be looking up that thing. Oh, um, yeah. But I was things. I wasn't. <laughs> um, it's basically there is a um, there are people who can picture things in their head, like with actual pictures. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who just, um, who just, uh, like, ha- who just have words. Yeah. Um, I forget mm-hmm. what it, oh my word God, hold on, let me, let yeah. me, no, no, it's not even just word association, like, mm-hmm. um, people, let me Google it, people. It's kind of like who, people who, like, see in numbers and stuff, almost like synesthesia, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's, I think it's related to synesthesia somehow, Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, I, did I talk about this? Um, after my, my sister um, went and listened to our episode on synesthesia, mm-hmm. um, and apparently my sister um, has synesthesia. Really? Um, oh, no shit. Kind? Um, she has the... Uh, Was one. it the grapheme color one? Or, you know, like color letter associations? Or... Tinky winky one, you know? No, she has the one where she associates... Um, the sound one? Yes, the sound um, one. The one with sound. Because I had mentioned that... Sound and color? Is it the sound and color No, one? it's the one or... with sound and emotion. Mm. Okay. And so, um, also audio her... tactile, I believe? Also, also her, the way that she experiences... Um, months. <gasps> Does she have oh, my so thing? She, yeah. Yeah, so she has the, um, shit, I wish I ever, like, remembered the names of all these different synesthesias. Yeah, I, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, the, um, <clears throat> spatial, fuck, I don't remember. Spatial something synesthesia. Yeah. I am going back to my slideshow right now, so you boys can keep talking. Yes, yeah, Brent, yeah, yeah. It. Okay, so it's called aphantasia. Um, where people literally cannot picture things in their heads. Wow. 
Um, but I'm assuming all three of us can picture things in our heads. Yeah, my sister's not not my sister who has synesthesia, but my other sister's boyfriend um, can't picture things in his head. When they were explaining it in the article that I read originally, it it wasn't saying it it wasn't it didn't describe it as a condition. It just it, the way it was describing it was just as two different ways of thinking. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I cannot remember. I'm going to, I'll text my sister and we'll give an update on the next pod. But right. because my sister has synesthesia. Yeah. Spatial and, sequential synesthesia, ah, by the way. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it is genetic. I, and like, after like explaining like my experience with those kinds of things, I feel like I probably have like some sort of like, some like smaller form of it or something. Yeah, you might have more of like an idea, stesia, which is something we had sort of gone over in yeah. the previous episode, which is more like a, a more like a um type of it's not really synesthesia in that like, you know, like a certain thought or certain sound or whatever will trigger more of like a, a conceptualization within your head as opposed mm. to an actual sensual yeah. sensual response, you know? So like rather than actually seeing a color associated with a letter or number is more like an idea or a concept that's triggered within your head yeah you know because actual synesthetes like they they actually it it crosses over to other senses right Right. there's more of an actual tangible sense response something that i always thought was so trippy like so so weird I, i don't know if you guys have ever seen the youtube channels where they like people have to draw things from memory like kind of mm-hmm. like Drawfee or there's another one where like they'll give them like Nickelodeon characters like going back to the beginning of the show. Let's talk. Let's say Rocco's modern life. Right. <laughs> sure. I can picture in my head what Rocco and his little buddy, the cow dude, Heifer? look like Heifer. Heifer. I can picture in my head right now. I see Rocco and Heifer. Rocco. Oh, Heifer. And like, Heifer. Oh, Rocco. Whatever. I forget his voice. That was a hoot. But he yeah. What was, the, what was the turtle? Gilbert. I felt oh, like, was it Filbert or Filbert? Filbert. Uh, it Filbert, was Filbert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Turn Filbert. the page, wash your hands. Oh, Turn yeah. the page, <laughs> wash your hands. So like you picture all three of these dudes in your head right now. I see color. Yeah. I see what they look like. I hear their voices. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just Brent, but I hear something. <laughs> but like the minute you tell me what's the color of Rocco's shirt, I'm like, I think it's blue, but like I don't really blue know. And, and what's on it? Like, like I. It's I a purple triangles. Yeah. I can see him, but like but you can't like describe it. I can't. Well, like the Are you minute you ask up Rocco me, right now? yes, you can hear my little clicky keyboard. I'm looking Clicky-clack. up Rocco's modern life. Like, wow, Jack, good call. It's blue with purple triangles, but mm-hmm. like, okay, let me ask you this: What color is Heifer's hair? It's um, uh, green. Green. Okay, you're right. Oh, I what thought color, it was red. What color are his pants? Red. Yes, Brent. Yes. Why are you so good at this? What color? That was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Wow, this ba- picked a bad example. Um, what's the color of the turtle guy? He's um, green. He, what do you mean? He, well, he's, he's multiple well, he, colors. His, his his skin, like his like turtle skin, is sort of like gray. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to his, his uh, like a, human skin. His shell, I thought, was more of like a like a pale gray, a greenish color. Yeah, I mean, you like pretty green. much got that on the nose. Yeah, yeah. he has um. It's pretty good, Brent. No, he has a pattern on his shell. His shell pattern yeah, is, he d- is well, like it's blue multiple or colors. Right? Yeah. All right, you're not proving my point very well here. Let's pick another character. Um, how about how about like um, mm, yeah, I don't know. What's an old cartoon? Like some- how about um, Ah Real Monsters? Let's uh, do Ah Real Monsters. Real monsters. 
Oh, real then, monsters. What dude? What what's what was his name? Ickus, like the little rabbit guy. Who's okay. the dude? There's a dude who holds. He's the like, eyeballs. Yeah, the eyeballs. he holds eyeballs, and he's like flesh colored. All right, there's someone who's striped. The dude who holds the eyeballs. What is his? What's the color of his mouth? Purple. No, it's just like straight up blue, like light sky blue. Oh, like oh, I weird. can see him in my head right now, but like for some reason I really? would never sky be able to tell. Blue. Yeah, it's like a sky light blue. blue. And then oh, okay. the little rabbit guy that you were talking about, Brent. Like, let me ask you this: uh, What? I mean, he has he doesn't have a lot of distinguishing features. So it's what color is he? Do you know what color he is? Yeah, what color is he, Brent? Yeah, what color is he, Brent? I, I, I want to say. Fan? I want to say red, but I, I feel like it's more of like a maroon it's, or like a purple. Yeah, you're right. Like it's pretty much a, like a red purple. But I know he's it's not he's not just like a solid color. I know like some of his other features have different colors, but I don't think I could tell you that. Yeah. Um, oh, I knew like, the stick lady was black and white. <laughs> yeah, she's the easiest one to remember because okay, you know, that's Brent just put down mod. my achievements. That's fine. Brent, do you remember that <laughs> weird like uh, the weird dude with the uh the the high heels and he was kind of like yeah, he, he was like the boss monster yeah yeah like, could you describe to me what he looks like at all uh he's a little he, tougher he is tougher because like in my head i want to say he was also like a fleshy colored but i know that's wrong <laughs> i know that's not right i want I, maybe like a brown he color? he was like green like Light green. With he had like bright goatee. colored lips. Yeah. Yeah, like big red lips, a mm-hmm. long nose with like a red like horn at the end of it. One. Mm-hmm. Two long like ear fins. Four legs. Oh, is, is that what they were? Fins? I always thought of it as like ear hair. Yeah, or am I, mean, I crossing within the, the uh yeah. Well it might have been drawn figured. it might have been drawn yeah. just with lines. No, it's they like ear be. hair. It's like ear hair. It just looks no, like things. No, I'm looking at a picture now. No, that that's I wouldn't call that ear hair. I think I'm imagining the 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 eyeball hand guy because it's a piece of like arm oh, hair, hair but it looks like it should be ears. He's got hairy yeah. pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm mad at. This is a this is a tangent, but honestly, I like know. it's Every just something I think about all the time. Tangent. Yeah. Something I think about all the time is like is just how can you see things in your head if you can't actually see them and then you don't know the actual details of what they are. Yeah, it's like when I I'll have so many like I'll like have like when I'm like doing a project for school or like some some sort of art artistic thing, right? I'll have exactly what I want in my head. Yeah. And sometimes it's just so hard to make that real. And like it, I get it all the time with like Minecraft. I'll have exactly what I want in my in my head and then I'll build it and I'll be like that doesn't that's not as good as I imagined it. Yeah, even though you knew exactly where you were going to put everything in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Or like for, I know this probably applies for more me and Bobby I guess as musicians. Like I remember when I would be songwriting stuff, I'd have this like idea in my head like, "Oh, I have this like melody in my head that I want to get out." And you would just keep trying to figure it out. Yeah. It would never really quite be as good as what you sort of had in your head yeah like very rarely did you ever sort of like find that sort of like magical like this is exactly the thing i was trying to make you know yeah and that you you know what you wanted but you can't yeah. get it on paper like yeah. it's just impossible mm-hmm. oh man it just makes me want to do a whole episode where we like draw shit and we like <laughs> 
show, but like and we, you know, did, and we do what? I don't know. Like, <laughs> give me a character. I'm gonna draw it and I'm gonna send it to you guys. <laughs> what? Um, just give me a character. Video game character. It could be anything. Um, draw Kirishima from My Hero Academia. Uh, wait, which one's? Ki- oh, I lost my headphones. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I'm oh Bobby's, See, this is uh, Bobby's dead right now. Headphones down, headphones down. Okay, I'm back. Um, okay. Okay, well, I don't want to describe him because... Wait, which one is it? Just to... Which one is it? He's which Red dude? Riot. Red Riot. All right, all right. The hardening, Red Riot. hardening kid, yeah. All right, boys, I'm screen sharing. Oh, screen sharing. The screen share. Screen the screen share. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Right, so I gotta my, say this like this like basculus thought experiment didn't like seem like it broke any of us. I feel like we're all fine. Yeah. Well, it's because it's like I, it's because it's like if you don't care about it, like it's either it's one of those things where you either like you either are thinking about it or you're not. Mm. Um, and right. it's 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 just like I just really like it because it's it's one of the th- it's it's exactly how I like to experience the world where sure i'll like my little my little brother is like the victim of this all the time because i'll like bring some this okay bobby's character looks exactly like that um adult swim show where it's like (laughs) that poorly drawn that poorly drawn superhero i forget what it's called oh yeah i know what you mean but i i don't know what i forget what the show's called but um where I will like bring up something with my brother and like talk about it with him or like just like explain a topic to him and he'll be like, okay, well, what's the point? And I'll right. be like, I'll be like, no, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause I just really like, like I really like thinking yeah. about things. No, definitely. <laughs> I guess that's so I sort of want to get back to the sort of maybe the, the idea of the blissful ignorance is bliss or mm-hmm. whatever. Or if that is, if it's wrong, um, because I mean, you guys, you had given a couple interesting examples um, earlier, you know, about like you know, like say if you know you were in a relationship and someone was cheating on you, but you broke up anyway, mm-hmm. would it matter? Like, is anyone getting hurt if you never find out? Close, Bobby. Close. Yeah, that's my red riot. Okay, save hold this, on. Save I, 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 I got, I got to look because I don't gotta... know. I'm not familiar with the character. Oh. Oh, okay. There we go. So like, not. <laughs> I mean, not even close, I mean, but. All right, we're, yeah, save this. We'll put general I spikiness. Post it on the, uh, I want to post it on the blog. Screenshot, right. baby. <laughs> Screenshot in that boy. Get, get out that snipping tool, Bobby. Um, so you were saying, tool. so like ignorance is bliss, Brent. Right. Yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to sort of wrap my head around that and like whether or not, because to me, I would say in general. I disagree with the idea of ignorance is bliss. I completely mm-hmm. disagree um, with it. I mean. I mean, I think, I mean, sure. I mean, I think there's like some truth that if you don't know about something, then it can't hurt you. So, I mean, I'm not arguing that that isn't true, but I feel like in sort of like the way that concept is mostly used now, most of the things are things that we all know about. It's it's like a willful ignorance on things, yeah. you know? So I might choose like, yeah. say with like what's going on in the world today with like the pandemic and choose to be like, oh, well, yeah, there's a pandemic going on, but it doesn't affect me, so I'm just going to live my life like nothing's going on because it doesn't affect me. And it's sort of like, well, are you really ignorant then? Mm -hmm. Because to me, I would say you're not. You know you're making a decision at that point. You're acting consciously to 
be unconscious. Yeah. So are you actually unconscious then? Because you're making a decision at that point to ignore the reality around you and pretend like it's not real. Right, like, are you still ignorant if you're choosing to be ignorant? Like, if yeah, you choose I, yeah, to... Yeah, it's not true ignorance. Like, if someone came right. up to you, like, going back to the whole, like, cheating thing. If someone mm-hmm. came up to you and said, I know that your girlfriend cheated, do you want to see the proof? And you said, I choose no, to not yeah. look at that. Are you mm-hmm. really ignorant or are you choosing to be ignorant because like if you're choosing to be ignorant, then it's not true ignorance. Yeah, because in that sense, then if 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 we're going to if we're defining true ignorance in that sense where it's like a literal unawareness of anything, then mm-hmm. I believe that true ignorance is bliss and i would believe that and i Mm -hmm. and i would say that like and i would argue and defend true ignorance because i believe that every person deserves a chance to learn yeah Mm -hmm. um from whatever and so like i would never want to punish someone or have anyone suffer consequences (laughs) because of true ignorance right um like it's it, like if uh, you know, like um, uh, say you have chores that you need to do, right? Yeah. If you're say your parents wanted you to bring out the trash, but they never told you to bring out the trash. Um, obviously, you would be like like them getting mad. This is you know, this is an extreme example, but obviously them getting mad at you like would be unjustified because they never expressed to you that they want you to take out the trash. Whereas if they told you that they wanted you to take out the trash um, and then you still didn't. And your excuse was, oh, I didn't know where the trash barrel was or I didn't know how to take out the trash or I didn't know what I was. Th- I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. That mm-hmm. I feel like would be more of the difference between true ignorance and willful ignorance. Yeah, because right. it's like once you once you learn a certain amount about something, mm-hmm. you have a right to educate or you, you don't not not a right. You have a. Um, responsibility. You have a responsibility. Yeah. You have a responsibility to learn enough about that. Now, it's it, 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 in that way. It sort of is not not an informational hazard, but like an informational mm. burden. Where right, right. by virtue of you knowing, you now have a responsibility to do something about it. Right. And if right. you don't do something about it, then you're guilty uh, to either to yourself or to of whatever that thing is uh, of yeah. being like a party against like doing something that you're not morally in belief of. Yeah. And so there's a lot of examples. And I think that, that we honestly are all guilty of things every day that we don't know about. We're, we're blissfully ignorant with a lot of things that we just sure. don't I know. Mean, there's, exists. there's literally too much things to know yeah. for any one person to know everything. Right. So. But once you are presented something and you, and you see it in front of you and you choose to either walk away or do something then you you have made that decision to be ignorant and you've made that decision to live your life without burden. Yeah, because in order to make in order to make any decision, you have to be informed of something. Yeah. Right, like at, 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 to 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 some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um because uh, yeah, that's I, that's the basis of decision making is knowledge of what you're making the choice on. Yeah, um, right. And if you yeah. know that there's a path A and a path B, but you don't want to go down path B because you don't want to know what's down path B, you're still making the choice because you know path B exists and you don't want to see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, right. 
It's kind of spooky, yeah, so, but as opposed yeah. to not knowing what, that there's two different paths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you didn't know, yeah, knowing about the path is different from not wanting to know about yeah. the path. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's really something I could want to kind of circle back around to. No, yeah, kinda, I think that was a great... All, uh, a few different places here. No, I um, think, but, honestly, that's probably, like, a pretty good spot i think to leave off on this topic yeah until next time for because uh yeah like uh yeah this is one of my favorite episodes to record yeah that sums up (laughs) oh i'm so glad i was so i was talking to my parents i was so worried about this episode because i was like because we haven't really done um a uh a uh what's it called like a thought experiment Um, episode yeah we haven't really done this sort of um free form more more open discussion as yeah. opposed to like a more like very focused topic you know yeah if you guys um so fun. if you guys yeah if you guys uh liked listening to us have a more open discussion where we sort of just talk about whatever pops into our head instead of having like well, a structured uh mm. you know thing that needs to be explained more scripted. to the other people yeah mm. more yeah i don't want to say it's not scripted so much as just more more on the rails i guess mm-hmm. yeah um right. And like we'll between probably, linear and open world video games, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll probably um, we'll probably still do both of them. But if you guys really like this one, let us know. Or if you really hated this format, let us know. Um, and you can let us know by emailing us at brainbogglepodcast at gmail dot com. That is was that? brainbogglepodcast at gmail dot com. Oh, but, gmail dot com. But gmail. Jack, com. I don't have email. If you don't have an email, I think it's funny that you did old man thing because I feel like it would be more like a younger kid thing. Well, because because our our, because our our email, well, if you don't have email, go on our social media. Um, Yeah, yeah, our Instagram, hello kids. (laughs) (laughs) Our Instagram is at brain boggled our twitter mm. is at brain boggled pod we have a mm. website brain we have a blog yes. there where we post uh sort of like we make like companion posts with our podcast they have like episodes so like bobby's drawing of kirishima will probably be up there yes um yeah, a, lot, uh, a lot of pictures, yeah, pictures and, and like stuff just supplemental stuff. material to some help videos. you along with that we also have our yeah. store on there where you can buy some epic merch um my mom recently bought uh some stuff for uh father's day that came late but she also bought me another hoodie you can see it on the chair there it's the same color my mom was like your old hoodie my mom was like your old hoodie was gross so i got you a new one (laughs) but this one's different Um, right this one has the arm sleeve no it it does it's it's the the og it's the og brain marvel logo literally the same yeah yeah yeah. nice Nice. exact same Um, one yeah yeah my brother got the long sleeve t-shirt the long sleeve t-shirt i did not know is printed on both sleeves i thought it was just i thought it was just one sleeve uh um, it's one sleeve on the one i have i must have oh, put it on both on the new yeah, one yeah the one that my oops. the one that my brother got it's on oh excuse me i probably did it's it on, on both sleeves um but, i'd rather it be uh, on both sleeves if you don't want to buy our merch uh you can support us uh by either dropping us a like on apple podcasts or mm. If you uh, want to hear more of us, we have a little thing, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash brain boggled podcast. Podcast, yeah. Um, and uh, on there for as little as a dollar a month, you can listen to all of our bonus apps. If you want to bump it up to $3 a month, you can uh, help decide what we record our bonus episodes 
on. Uh, we just had a poll that closed. Well, I mean, it didn't close. You could still vote on it now, but we've pretty much already decided, I guess. Yeah, Have we decided? Talking about, you were talking about control, I believe. Yeah, this, this video game control. So yeah. if you liked our uh, episode on SCPs um, or mm. like our episode you'll on. you love this episode. Yeah, or our episode on like maybe even like if you liked one of our ARGs. Um, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of similar to that 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 sort of uh, themed stuff. A lot of a lot of a lot of inspiration was taken from or SCP stuff for control. So you don't want to miss that. Oh yeah, or our like Fermi paradox episode. Sure. Um, or any of our talk about alternate dimensions. You're definitely going to want to tune into our control episode. Um, or if you're just a fan of good video games and you've been needing something new to play, we're going to be talking yeah. about our uh, how much yeah, we like. It's a little it and bit stuff. of a, yeah. Control is just a bit of a sleeper. I feel it's like a underrated. lot of people don't know about it. It so. like wasn't marketed at all. No, which was super weird. I think weird. honestly, like as much as I love the game, I think it was a poor game name choice because it's really hard yeah. to find anything about it, it online. It's yeah. You literally have to say Control video game PlayStation. But you know, even then, Control I mean, PlayStation controllers come up. I know it's it is it's rough it's rough you almost have to like know the studio like control 505 games you know yeah. uh, but like yeah it's it's funny because like the name like is very fitting for like the the themes yeah. of the game but yeah. like as an actual like as far as search engine optimization it's mm. oof it's a wolf it should be take Not. control or something like that but take control I think that you know we should start doing this we got a lot of new listeners and if you're still here bless you because holy crap you're still here it's an hour and a half into this thing but i want to start doing this we got to raise the stakes the stakes have never been higher boys Mm. we got to start doing things like i think if we can convert some people to patron patreon we'll have to start doing some crazy stuff like i will dye my hair pink if we get okay bobby can do that 10 patreon patrons in the next week timing when i decide when i decide to grow my hair out bobby's gonna start doing if i was gonna start bringing crazy stuff with hair (laughs) oh man but i um we should get bobby update we can we can update uh update you know what maybe we'll um maybe we'll make a post on our patreon asking Mm. um what sort of uh, things you would want to see from us if we were to reach certain amounts of, uh, of uh, Patreons. Yeah, definitely. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, I think that's all. If, unless anyone oh, yeah, else and, uh, and also, um, if you are on the Patreon, hop on that Discord. Me and Bobby have been going to town on that Discord oh, yeah, there's, recently. There's, there's lots of memes gyms. in the Discord. Yeah. And, and um, Ben, Ben, get on the Discord, please. God, I've asked him 15 times, and every uh, time he says, I'm on my way. On my way to what, Ben? You're not there yet. It's been two weeks. <laughs> Get on that Discord. It's just right there. It's, it's, it's He's just getting closer and closer to clicking that little purple icon. Oh, my yeah. God. He has it. He has right. Discord. Oh, man. Oh. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> to uh, you. this big rambly episode. Oh, here comes the music. Bye. 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 Bye.